Well, there we go. So that's the end of Insurrection. We didn't really get to the end, but there isn't an Oh, my screen's gone off again. I can't see anyone again. What's going oh, on? we're what still here. We can still see you. Sake, hang on. Something wrong here. He's been fiddling with his computer again, Chris. He even admitted it to me. Yeah, and he can never leave it alone. No, he can't. Yeah, but it's like this at school. It's shit hot now. Can imagine it's, it's, it's really it's really quick now it's back shit hot it is shit hot yeah I've heard that about a hundred times yeah well it gets to get shit hot every time doesn't it, it it's shit hot but the monitor keeps going off well, that's, that's not related hot. and then he fills it with shit and then it's not so hot and then he's As an android's bottom, this is the Science Fiction Rating System, the podcast that ranks every science fiction film from one to infinity. And yes, you can check data. It is as smooth as an android's bottom. You sure he's not going to shake his head? No, not not with us, no. No, not with us. Um, I am Sam Draper, and I'm joined, as ever, by my two co-hosts, Alex Humphrey. Hi there. And Chris Reddin. Hello. How are you both this Balmy summer evening. Yeah, hot. Hot. Too hot. Yeah, yeah, too hot. Yeah. It's a shame we can't be uh, podding on like a, you know, an outside platform somewhere. In a jacuzzi or something. Yeah, I consider going in the garden, but there'd be too much background noise, wouldn't there? Yeah. Ice cream vans, dogs, all the yeah. things I normally have on the street. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like that. A cat. You have a cat inside, so it'd be worse outside. Well, outside there's a lot more cats and a lot of screaming children, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not being outside. Anyway, this week uh, we are back off into the future again uh, for our annual trip back to Star Trek. We've mm. we've made it through eight Star Trek films so far, which brings us up to Star Trek Nine. It's just called Star Trek: Colon Insurrection, the uh, second Next Generation film, the second and last Jonathan Frakes directed film, mm. um, and the last uh, successful. Well, moderately successful at the box office film before they had to reboot it all. Oh. Nemesis was a big old flop. Uh, but this made some money. Not a lot, but it made a bit. So, Insurrection. Chris, how many hours is it since you last saw this film? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I've been uh, a year or two, I'd say. Oh, a couple of years, maybe. It's not like, it's not, it was never one of my faves. Well, so. Long-term listeners will, will know already. They'll think... They'll have a, a, Chris's, Ooh, yeah. a Chris rating system. They'll think, hang on, he's not watched it in the last week. So this is... This is bad. Yeah. This is bad for Insurrection, basically. Yeah. Uh, Alex, yeah. have you seen it before? I had seen it. I feel like I saw it maybe at the cinema. Mm. Um, yeah, but I don't think I revisited it. Right. But I was re- I, uh, there were bits of it I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like that. Um, one of the reasons I didn't remember it is probably one of my problems with it, but like, we can get to that. But, okay. You know. Um, I haven't seen it in a while either, but I've I've seen it enough that I was familiar with it um, in a way that I'm not with Nemesis. Oh, okay. Um, like I don't really remember much Nemesis at all, other than no. the stupid buggy. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy. Anyway, that's for another time. So anyway, this is Insurrection. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we were on a bit of a high last time. We watched First Contact. I always thought, thought this was after Nemesis, actually. Did you? In my mind. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Um, well, it's not. <laughs> this is this is um, this one. Unlike Nemesis, is still very much an extension of the TV series, written mm. by Michael Pillar. The story is by Rick Berman. Uh, 
it's the it's the crew who made the TV series completely, um, for better or worse. Frakes is still there, who directed um, Riker, who directed First Contact, yeah. which we were all. I mean, First Contact on. is a hit, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, we put that hmm. quite high on the list. It's a proper we? movie, that isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, not as good as it was for me, but we put it. I think it's it top. It's quite high up, isn't it? It's the second best Star Trek film, I think, on our list. Mm. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, twenty-seven. Oh, that is high. It is high. Um, and you, I mean, you sort of from the off here. This is going for a more, I'd say, a more traditional Star Trek movie tone. Would you say? Yes. Yes, I definitely. This is. It's a. It's like an extended episode, isn't it? But it's. It is. I guess that that complaint is levelled against it a lot. I think mm. it is that, but I think it's also more slapstick and funny in a way that yeah. comes from the the Shatner films. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Um, you know, someone someone was pretty fucking proud of this set at this beginning. I mean, this tracking shot is pretty long, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, I was like, yeah, all right, I get it. Like, it, it, also, it re- that village really looks like the Planet of the Apes village to me. Probably like, is, it, isn't it? Well, it just looks look. like any sort of LA sort of village. Yeah, yeah. It's not for. It's not that good. It's like, like the pan to the left and in that quarry where they film all the rock stuff, isn't it? And then this is yeah. the, this is the mm. nice bit where they film all the bits for in the fields. It doesn't deserve mm. as long as this shot is. Like it doesn't. But I'll say that I think the music, uh, Jerry mm. Goldsmith's music in this film is is spot on for a Star Trek film. I think it's one of his yeah. best. And I think his 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 rendition of the theme at the start is wonderful. Like it's mm. you're getting that yeah. sort of like. Tingly like, oh yeah, this is big Star Trek again, you know. They've yeah. got the, the full orchestra out for this. He's not just using a synth pad somewhere. This is like the real deal. This is where um The settings though and the the, the location just aren't memorable, are they? Yeah. Well yeah, I mean that, we'll we'll get to that, yes, definitely. I mean the main location is this planet. Um I can't remember the planet's called, in fact. What's the planet called? Baku. Uh, no, the I mean, planet's called I don't know if I said name the planet actually, because the Baku uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I named the three people on this planet: La- Lady Leader, Man Leader, and Kid. They were the my character names because I just couldn't remember any of their names. Um, well, yeah, I think the planet's unnamed. What the planet is, right? No, I don't think they say. But the Baku are living there anyway. And yeah. uh, this opening scene is like it's that it's a classic next generation thing, isn't it? Of like a, a civilization who's a bit sort of medieval way, and yeah, um, they quite often go to that trope of like, isn't it great to reject technology and it's so like hippie, like new age, like oh yeah. look at us, like we're all, we've all got dream catchers and. Yeah. But like, at this point, no, they're not. We're not doing that. They're just being observed. They're a pre-warp civilization. Ah, but you know, they're no, not. They're not, are they? But like that trope, like before that twist, what they are here has been done loads of times, yeah. hasn't it? This idea. Yeah, I mean, like, there was quite a few episodes like this where. Yeah, that's what I mean. Riker goes undercover and. Starts banging them all. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I thought that was quite good in a way. They start like that, and they're like, yeah. "Hang on, what's going on?" Because here's Data's head. Yeah, um, I, I like yeah. that little scat, like that bit when it, just that patch of the screen shows the people walking about. I thought that was quite a, a nice little like effect. Yeah, I think the setup for this film is quite good. The, you don't yeah. know what's going on, do you? You know they're being observed. Yeah. Um, and you know Data's there, and that's weird, because you're like, well, why is Data there, and why is he yeah. all mad? You know, well, look, but also, having been so annoyed by Data's emotion chip throughout these films, <laughs> yeah. I love it that, like, not too far along, they're like, oh, he went mad, his emotion chip, and they're like, no, he didn't take it with him. Like, yeah. it's like, this is the go-to for Data's gone mad, oh, it's his emotion chip. The only like, problem with that is, though, that, like, 
like even more than ever, he's got emotions, hasn't he? <laughs> he quite often he's displaying emotions in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's well, true. I think it, I think it's because he's like developing developing it without the chip. Right. Oh. I think that's the idea. Okay. Oh, maybe. I mean, uh, it's the, it, it's the problem with a Nemesis as well. Is is they're too into data, aren't they? Like they're really, really yeah. into data. Yeah. And well, the is, whole lot of them are like Picard as well. The Picard series. Yeah, it's but like, it, I think it comes from these two films, doesn't it? This is why the are we just doing this stuff? Yeah, no. Oh. Clearly, Patrick Stewart and Brent Spiner are good mates and love the dynamic between those two characters. I think Brent yeah. Spiner even wrote or did the story for the next one. So they've oh, got, okay. they've got too much power at that yeah. point, and uh, yeah, it's not a good. I've got a question for you straight off the bat. Do it. Okay, so I guess you just shout the answer. Who knows? Okay. So at 5 minutes 46, Lieutenant Curtis, two pips, orders Lieutenant Commander Data, three pips, to stand down. Hmm. Now, how can a lesser-ranked officer give an order to a higher rank? How is that? Why does that? Why is that happening? Have you got an answer for this? Uh, yeah, I've got the answer. Is she yeah. with a special attachment or something that lets her... Oh, nearly. Is she like the in-command of the away team or something? You're so near. Is it because she's working for that... Fed guy. Oh, oh yeah, okay, I'm going to give it to Sarah. I mean, uh, you're both getting it. It's basically because she is Admiral Doherty's attache and thus attache. the Admiral's oh, voice right. on right. the planet. So therefore she is allowed to... Uh, yeah, there you yeah, go. I see, yeah. yeah. Ah, I like that they've... Didn't they thought that out or after the fact? The I don't know. Like, the fuck up and then... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Um, he's been told to stand down by this woman, and in this in this uh, place, there's these weird skinned aliens. Uh, F. Murray Abraham. Oh yeah, actually, he's not there at this point. He's not think, but um, they're you like get the other ones, the ones with the kind of big. Back yeah, they're, heads. they're called sonars, and yeah. they are um, weird looking, aren't they? How do you mm. describe them? It's like just stretched they, skin, isn't it? Yeah, they just look like you know if the Kardashians and like the you know, cons- you know, cosmetic surgery is taken to yeah. its, yeah, you know, yeah. full progression. It's not a very memorable look, is it, for an alien? Don't you think? No, I'd completely forgotten the baddie. It does make sense why they look like that, though. Later on, yeah, but like, it's not. It doesn't look visually very exciting. I don't think. I don't know. Think about no, it. No. And the clothes are so like again, like an episode clothes. They're not very yeah. sort of good-looking clothes. No, no, yeah. No. Um, they remind me of a. There was a different species where they used to steal body parts from people and then they like graft them on. Mm. Oh, that'd be better if it was more. You could see yeah. the joints, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. How it was. Um, I got a pop quiz for you two. Do you know uh, which famous musician is a member of the Sonar race? Oh no! Oh, I do know this. Oh. Oh fuck! Been gone. Is it? Yeah, he's in the bridge, isn't he? He's on the bridge, I think. Yeah, uh, I think he's in a few scenes, but he's he's so in makeup that he got another role in Voyager after the fact. Is he a different species though? He's a sonar in this. Uh, he right. is uh, hmm. Tom Morello, the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine, oh, who was a, a massive massive trekkie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he pops up in a few different episodes of things, doesn't he? he? Well, he's in this, and he's in Voyager. Uh, he has a spoken yeah. role in Voyager, a very small part because yeah. Yeah. this was so insignificant. <laughs> And he was cut from most of the series <laughs> that he got to go back again in Voyager and do it again. Oh, but, right, uh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Tom Morello there. Chin out. Did you know that Quark was in this film as well, but got cut? 
Oh, as Quark or yeah, Quark as, as Quark was there's a Quark oh. scene, but was at the start here. I, mean, I think how would they get that in? Well, I I've got a note saying that Michael Pillar added some stuff acknowledging the climax of Deep Space Nine and the mm. impact it had on Worf, but Rick Berman basically just overruled it because <laughs> well, that, that's hilarious that scene, isn't it? Yeah, go on, show Carrie on. Sorry, because well, no, he overruled it because he said if you were in the cinema and you didn't watch D- DS Nine, that you'd just be like. Well, I don't get it. There's got to be a more graceful way, though, of the solution they came up with, which is like Picard meets yeah. Worf in the corridor and says, Worf, what are you doing here? And then Worf starts to talk, but then we immediately switch to a yeah. different conversation and we just talk over the top of the explanations to why he's there. And then yeah. no one asks the question again. They just move yeah. on after that. Well, it? in DS9, they never... Ex- no, in First Contact, I don't think they never explained how Worf ended up in the battle. Like, it was mid-DS9 oh, yeah. in First Contact... So he went away with the Defiant and to fight the Borg. Is it just because ne- all hands are on deck? Yeah, but they never. it was never even mentioned in Oh, in DS9, DS9 right, yeah. There was even, like, an invasion <laughs> by the Borg. That the Defiant got blown up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is, there, is it... I think it was a first contact reference towards the end of DS9. But it's, probably, it's not that, but there's something. Mm. They get better about it at the very end of that and in Voyager. They get better about trying to bring it all together, don't they, in a way that makes sense. Like I actually think there was like some friction between them because yeah. it was like they were stealing things off each other's productions and yeah. it got like... I mean, ultimately, it would have made it better rather than... I don't think... Because either you're in the audience and you get it or you just go, I didn't get it. It's just going to be one line. It's not going to be some extensive... You like, just show him in Quark's bar... Saying, like, I'm off yeah. on shore leave. I'm going to go and catch up with my mates on the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. That's all yeah. you need, really. It's better yeah, than just have him being... in, like, a, you know, in <laughs> with, with, like, an arm splint or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was just in a war with the Borg. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying the prune juice. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one thing about this film, right, do you think that the since gone wrong with the aspect on this? Do you think everyone looks a bit squashed? Hmm. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Do you, do you think, I don't know, all the way through, I felt like they were too wide and they were too flat. But I watched the real, you know, the actual proper yeah. Blu-ray. That's weird. You didn't find that? Perhaps it's just... No, I can't say it. I would have, probably wouldn't have noticed that. This Chris is because have noticed that. In these white suits, when I first noticed, I thought, why does Picard look like he's about four foot wide and five <laughs> foot his, tall? Crusher answers, it's his giant fat neck. That's that, true. Uh, <laughs> uh, there is a Reddit... Uh, feed on that question oh is there oh look at you oh, right. so. on, on the spot research nice something yeah. to do with <laughs> digitisation Hulu or oh. something I don't know maybe so it was one. worse because you were watching the Blu-ray <laughs> got a part one of them fixed it brilliant um, so yeah uh, let's get to the story so we go to the Enterprise the Enterprise E which is still around and it's it's very much even said Picard says the line do you remember when we used to explore and this sort yeah. of stuff and yeah. it's getting to that kind of, um, I say, the Shatner films Which of where does it really work? Can I just say because their primary mission is to make first contact and to admit new races into the Federation, <laughs> and that's exactly what they're doing. And how's that not exploring as well? Like, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, surely it's meeting some pretty yeah. next level. Yeah, new type I mean, aliens. That's exactly yeah. I was going to say. How many episodes start exactly like this with media <laughs> yeah. delegation? Yeah, yeah. this so, is literally their primary mission. What they're doing. I right mean, now. The, the thing that has changed is that no one seems to be taking it seriously anymore, isn't it? Oh, that's no. what's changed about it. No, I just... get the feeling with this, and it's what turns me off. It is 
I'm now seeing a bunch of actors who are having a laugh. Yeah, totally. Mm. I'm not seeing the characters which they yeah. were playing before. I mean, the fact they've let uh, Marina Sirtis pretty much drop her accent. She's sort of Fucking talking Marine Marine different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It yeah. really is ridiculous. They're just the having a person- laugh now. Yeah, I'd say Worf is the only one that isn't like Worf does still seem to be, and I think Geordie was pretty good in this. He doesn't get given much, but I thought he was quite good in he's, this. He's cruelly sidelined, I think Geordie, isn't he? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think it's it is weird. I mean, it, Riker and Troy are definitely the two that are most uh, yeah. off-brand, if you like. Um, uh. And, I mean, again, and it's, it's, especially it's weird explained, isn't it? Again, it's explained. But, but it's you're talking about like, like like references people wouldn't get. The Inzadi plot line between those two in the series was done and dusted years and years ago mm. and, and isn't really a ongoing concern in First Contact or Generations, is it? Mm. You know, they, they, this relationship has started back up again off screen, hasn't it? We're not really sure. Well, they push all this, like they're going back through their sort of younger... yeah. Selves, so aren't they? That's, it's before that's they get the... on the planet that they start doing, isn't it? It, it, it does oh, seem maybe. to be a bit before. <laughs> yeah, well, in the... when she starts shaving and stuff like that, and it's when they start researching yeah. into the sonar. So yeah. they must be in. Are they uh, in space? Down, they're within right. yeah, the realm of it, I guess. Yeah, we'll I love get... them little species that they have the function yeah. for. Though at the start, they're good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Picard's yeah. little uh, bead hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so they're doing the function, and we get to meet like one of the bad guys, who is this um, uh, Vice Admiral Doherty, mm. played by Anthony Zerb, who's got a fantastic face. This is very face. classic for Star Trek, that admirals are always dickheads and well, always useless. I mean, this again is a trope that is that wasn't there at the start of Next Generation, was it? But it was. By, not as much. It was no, the next generation thing. No, 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 not in the first few series. No way. Oh, it's towards wow. the end of the run. It starts. They had to get the fucking really... books living in them in the first season. You know the ones where they're like being taken over oh, yeah. by the. We definitely got more things. of it to the point that like now every <laughs> single plot line, everything is yeah. Federation are corrupt, which is just. Well, that's why I like, the card thing. Like you've done it so many times now. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, Did and... you know Patrick Stewart wanted Brian Blessed to play uh, Doherty? <laughs> yeah. Because they're big mates. That would have been great. That'd it would have been a bit crazy. I mean, I can't... I don't think There's nothing memorable it. about this film. It needs that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. It needs something And also that crazy. guy is such a villain face. You know he's bad straight away. <laughs> and also they make no effort to couch that character in the wider, like, apparatus of Starfleet. You never see him yeah. at Starfleet base. You never see him on Earth. No. You never see him communicate with anybody. He's, he's like he's gone rogue from the start, isn't it? So you know he's not good. Well, yeah. my theory is, is actually the Federation are evil and like fascist. And we are, we only see it through the lens of the Enterprise because mm. all the series is on the Enterprise. And that's like the wokest ship. <laughs> 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 yeah. They're too busy, especially later on. Picard's too busy going on about like, Throughout history, people have been moved, and how can we do this? Yeah. To actually even take the idea that actually, maybe, you know, like actually, maybe if they could save billions of people by just displacing 600, maybe it is actually worth it. Like, like shouldn't I mean, you think the, about that a bit more? Like, for me, I mean, the whole, I don't know if this is right. No, I, I mean, the actual premise of the whole film doesn't mm. work. Yeah, well, let's get, we'll get, yeah. we'll get to yeah. it in a minute. Um, Let's get let's get let's get there. Let's get down to the planet. So data's gone mad, and Picard's like Picard is ordered to send through the manual, the data manual, the data FAQ, and uh, to turn him off because that's something that exists only in one copy on the Enterprise. Isn't just 
you know, they get the most dangerous creation on the planet. As you mentioned in the other films, and they've got yeah. one copy of how to turn him off, and it's on a yeah. starship. Like, what if Enterprise blew up? Is that it? No one then knows how to operate yeah, you think data. They send it with data when he goes on other missions. Well, oh, by the way, this in, is how they you, must have yeah. a networked computer system. Just be kept at, like at Earth. Yeah, yeah. There's obviously got more than one copy of it. There's no, it's just like a, a bound leather, leather book. It's, <laughs> they just no, carry they around. Really have them. like the internet. Like no. on a computer, and then that's it. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I mean that's the first absurdity. So they're going to hand deliver this anyway. Then that's the way to get around this is to go and find Oscar because they think something's up, don't they? they? Think something's not right about mm. this. And um, yeah, Picard is already getting a bit weird about data. And up to this point, even with the kind of the, the sort of way they're acting, I'm okay with it. Yeah, this film takes a turn when uh, Picard decides to. Um, Data's, on, data's run away and he's like, he won't listen mm. to us. How can we possibly get him back? We start singing HMS Pinnacle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. It doesn't, there's a great <laughs> look. There's basically the whole, I would say, your feelings and mine. Um, I don't know about you. Are you in with this, Chris? Do you like the HMS, the singing? <laughs> you, you enjoying this bit? Not. I, don't hate not it. Really. I mean, they did used to do some goofy stuff in TNG. They did. Like, they with did. The Sherlock Holmes yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, so, they did. There's a great look when when Picard says to Wolf, "Start singing." Wolf gives him this really good like "fuck off" like look, like really quickly, and it's just like, yeah, I was like, yeah. Let me just sing. Yeah, which makes no sense. Also, those episodes, like when I go back and watch, I skip the one, the Robin Hood one. I hate that episode. Oh, that's terrible. And I, and I skip I skip the ones that when he's called like Lucky McGee or whatever, and he's you know he's like oh the he's in his bar. Al Capone character thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they did have those episodes, but they're the ones that you'd miss out, you know. <laughs> so, the, and it is less here, but I still think there's too much of it. You know, it's too. I don't know. And, and maybe uh, maybe it's just a kind of because they've at the beginning of this. If you've never seen Star Trek, you just be like, "Well, that robot's obviously evil." Like you've seen Terminator, but you've never seen Star Trek. You're going to be like, "Oh, that's the baddie." It's, so they've got a kind of double down. They're always like very cliche quoting yeah like in the in one of the films they're just like literally having a battle and just shouting shakespeare yeah. it's either yeah, always sh- like, it's either shakespeare dickens or like yeah. some shit musical like this isn't it those are the three <laughs> yeah. things they always do but yeah. always british culture for yeah. some reason yeah like they're like very anglophile like the yeah do you know what i think sh- strange about this tone right is it's as though first contact was a massive flop and they're kind of trying to course correct back something else, isn't mm. it? Because think about the yeah. tone that, of first yeah, contract, true. how different it was. Yeah, that's true, actually. But yeah. like we all said at the time, that's the strength of that film, isn't it? That they made like a, an action Star Trek film. And mm. also, I would say this film doesn't feel very cinematic. It's no, not no, no, no. even this bit, which is an action sequence. It still doesn't look much better than stuff I'd seen on the episodes. It's not no. that the scale of I it. I think the stuff in space is really poor. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's it doesn't. I think they they didn't use miniatures. I think on this they like oh made yeah, it's a um, CG, CG ship. Yeah, it's the first it's the first Star Trek film where all the space shots were computer generated. And it, to me, it just looks like an episode of Voyager or something. Yeah, like totally. The, the space yeah. stuff. Yeah, right. And especially is like like this crash now, and then Data goes down to planet with Picard, and mm. they just they basically just rotate the camera three hundred sixty degrees for about five minutes, don't they? <laughs> and that's how you get the drama of it. There's no like yeah. You know, think yeah. about the uh, source separation, generations, that crash mm. in, the, in the jungle and stuff like that. There's nothing like yeah. that either in this film. It's it's strange. 
Yeah, yeah, and the fight and the big fight at the end between the ships where they use the briar patch and that. That's nothing on like um, rubbish, Wrath of Khan, which is obviously like a pistol, like a version of, isn't yeah. it? But, yeah. So we get back to the planet. Data is feeling a bit better now, and we meet like the the guest characters. As Alex says, you've got woman, man, boy. Yeah, <laughs> that um, is it. Yeah, forgettable woman A, forgettable man B. Yeah, uh, and, it's, and child. <laughs> it's Donna Murphy as Anige or Anige, how you say it. Uh, Greg Henry as Galatin. Yeah, and Michael Welch as Artim, the son. And um, they sort of I didn't get that. Are they, is that their child? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it. So no, I couldn't get that. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, because they. They, it's just a child that seems to be yeah, around. Yeah, because Picard's like, oh, because the idea is basically they've been living here a long time, they're 300 years old, and Picard says to the child later on, are you 80 or whatever? And he goes, no, I'm 12, right? Mm. Well, in that case, then, is, isn't this your mum and dad? And why is your mum off hitching up with <laughs> your mum? Why is your mum and dad? Yeah, yeah, what's going on? I mean, I, I think an, an issue with this film is it tries to be really, like, political and really, like, you know... You know, the, the stuff later on, as Chris said, which is not good, where they're kind of referencing displacement of nations, you know, like we're talking like Israel and Palestine, you know, the the Nazis and the Jews and stuff like that. The problem is the, the, the group of people you're talking about is a bunch of white kind of new age 90s hippies. And literally all white. Yeah, and they're all yeah. human looking as well. They're not an, yeah. They're not even an alien race. They just look like humans and they've just got very human behaviour and they've got this annoying smug attitude of like, oh, we can fix robots and fly at light speed. We just yeah. don't like doing it. I mean, let's, we might you know, as well go like, through this whole thing. There might be this, this bit of it because I want to get into the more silly stuff in a bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Alex says, it's a, it's a, a, di- a sort of, sort of um, you know, it's, mo- it's, it's moving, the, moving the native Indians off the reservation yeah, kind of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But as Alex says, they are hip, hip, hippie white people who have learned about warp and stuff like that, turn their back on it on purpose, live this perfect life. Yeah. And we learn that because this weird field around the planet keeps them uh, forever young, basically. So that's why they're yeah. staying there. The, the problem is you say is they're all white. Also, they trip themselves up later on by making it that they're, they're there for pretty bad reasons anyway. They have kind of like had this war with them, yeah. other people, you know, in the yeah. community. And, yeah. You know, so and also, and do they have... Do they have time control powers? Because I couldn't work that out. Oh, that's one of the things I want to get to. Yeah, we'll get to that yeah. in a bit. Because I just thought that was yes, we'll get to my that. head in a bit. But yeah. But I think anyway. there's like within this field, you could probably, you could make the assertion that time travels differently mm. in, within the field and okay. like, and maybe they've become attuned to it in some way. They need to explain more, don't they? Though? Yeah. But however, there's literally an outpost been watching them. Yeah. Yeah. And they haven't learnt this. It doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> yeah, no. And no. they haven't learnt anything of this. No. And they, so they've made, they, they, they're studying this, this culture that they're looking at through the little windows. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't even taken a sample of their DNA. Yeah. They, yeah, you're right. No, they they've also made first contact with this other race with fucking massive spaceships out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And you'd think, would well, the, I mean, surely, if you're running the Federation, right, you meet a new species, you you look at their DNA, you put it on file. Oh, well, there's this other lot we're looking at here. Oh, they're the same fucking people. Yeah, it yeah. seems kind of basic. I mean, they've also said as well before in older episodes that, that, that first contact happens after, like, literally decades of observation, doesn't it? Mm. 
Yeah. They make that point quite a few times that there's a lot of big lead up to the point of going in and. Mm. They said. They... You think the basis of like actually looking at their biological makeup was is like basic yeah, stuff, yeah. right? But yeah. also from the other side, like the other thing about the, about the Baku that I think is weird is that okay, you turn your back on technology and stuff like that, but if you had warp and are aware that there's other civilizations out there, mm. and this technology that could cloak people and could observe you, wouldn't you keep some sort of failsafe? Yeah, yeah. Why are they so shocked and scared when a, like, like a head appears? Or maybe like, like you, you like... just you have an old-fashioned looking windmill, and the inside of it is linked to a satellite that makes the windmill start turning backwards if someone comes into your space. You yeah, know? you haven't yeah, got to like... go and make put a big metal panel up, have you? But yeah, because the first year that the harvest fails. And like, imagine you're like a you're teenager. <laughs> yeah, you're a teenager, and you're like, "Oh no, the harvest failed." And, yeah. and then you're just like, "Hold on, mum, mum told me that we've got technology yeah. to just replicate we've food. Why am I? Yeah. yeah, why am I in a field? And making... also, the bulk turn up one day, and it's like, oh, well, we're yeah. fucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that yeah. woman's like going, like, "Well, we know our phases work. We know what you're doing. It's phase modulation." And then the kids like, "Yeah, so bloody do it then." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it, she hasn't learned how to swim in 300 years. And she lives right near a big body of water. Yes, that is odd. It's inexcusable. <laughs> inexcusable. <laughs> um, right, before we get on but, to... Oh, but also, sorry, but she is just here, really, isn't she, as a love interest for, for Picard? So yes. they can have a bit of back and forth and a yeah, bit totally. of, like... Patrick Stewart said, know. I want to I do some kissing. I'm sick of yeah. uh, Riker getting all the ladies. Yeah. So yeah. then Riker says, I'm directing it. I'm going to get my lady anyway. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. First of all, the thing is, to... I think it's fixable, but I think there's a way to fix it. But they've just, I completely switched off. It's like their main goal is to catalogue new life. Yeah. And they haven't even fucking done that. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, let's go to our first quiz, Alex. Right. So. Uh, as you talked about it, you have you you two having a bit of a Barney about the admiral situation. Oh yeah, I'll give you the shorter quiz first. Which uh, don't blame me for this title. My friend Tom came up with it. It's the Badmirals quiz. <laughs> okay? okay, so nice. I'll give you an admiral, and you tell me what they did that's bad. And if you can say when they did it, then that's Deal. even better. Okay, so so for example, James T. Kirk. Why is he a bad moral? I know that. I mean, the list is like... Yeah. <laughs> but I know why he was demoted. Oh, yeah. Stealing the bird of prey? Stealing yeah. the enterprise? Disobeying the superior officer, isn't it? Like, that's what he's got. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go with... Uh, we'll go Sam. Well, no, Chris first. So, Admiral Cartwright. Why is he a bad moral? He's a bad Cartwright. <laughs> I can give you the film. So you can get two points if you get the the film. They're not all films, to be honest. I think get oh, is he in a film? Oh, I know. I know. He's uh, he's trying to assassinate the, the Klingon. Oh, yes. Uh, nice. Yes. What's and what, what film is it? Six. Six. Yes. Two points. For, right. Okay. So this gets harder. Uh, so the, the next two are not films. They're episodes. Okay. Okay. So, Sam. Admiral Pressman. Uh... Let's think of some classic bad morals. The one that Chris mentioned. It really is uh, like you reach Admiral and they remove your brain. <laughs> is it I, can, a, for, I can give you the episode. Go on, then give me the episode. It's from TNG, The Pegasus. The Pegasus. I don't know. I don't know. Chris, can you steal? Do you know what this Did bad... Did he break the... Um, there was like a... He developed... Yeah, it was like, 
you couldn't use like uh, cloaking. <gasps> they couldn't what? use cloaking. Yes. And it was, it, it's uh, got a name. They had yeah. an agreement with the Romulans he, and they broke it. He secretly developed a Federation cloaking uh, device. Wow. Yeah. Chris is on. Right. Okay. <laughs> the next question. Well, actually, I'll give this question to Sam to, to okay. be fair. Right. So, uh, Admiral Jameson. And Jameson. I'll, I can give you the episode. Too short a season. It's TNG. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. Oh, no. did he did he have an alien inside of him? No, he didn't. He he no. traded weapons with terrorists and covered it up. Ah, it says. I I, I know I know the one. Oh, the, yeah. Um, it was Ad Ensign Row type one, I think. Oh, there's like a war going on, like a civil war yeah, going yeah, on. He's yeah. like being okay, well, just well, in the balance of it. So yeah. we've got another full a full on comp. Uh, uh, and sorry, yeah, full on uh, quiz. To, but at the moment, Chris is in the lead. So <sighs> yeah, Trout's yeah. there. Yeah. You didn't even you didn't even say the worst admirals in any of that. No, that was just there. Tom's question. So uh, oh, okay, yeah, I'll I'll have a go at him about that. He needed more bad admirals. <laughs> more admirals. Yeah, more yeah. bad admirals. Um, right, back insurrection. Uh, what I think is possibly the worst plot line now is this Riker and Troy thing. Oh um, yeah, which starts with. I mean, there's something like that kind of like puckish Riker, you know, yeah. he's like playing up a bit and he's like yeah. comes in all like coquettish and, and like yeah. going across the room to her and sitting down and giving a little peck on the cheek. It's a yeah. bit weird to watch, isn't it? And as we discussed before, the fact that like Marina Sirtis has just given up trying to play Troy <laughs> and he's just like her, you know, it's like they're after hours in a bar, isn't it? And John no, yeah. like the green room. I'm just like, I'm just looking at the green room. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Or like a panel, isn't it? Like a Star Trek panel. Like a, a yeah, yeah, it's a panel. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like, um, like we say, you're giving her all this. She's not really being true to the character. And yet you're sidelining, say, Geordie, who could have actually, the fact that within this, something actually interesting happens with Geordie that could have actually been a dramatic plot line mm. couldn't it him getting his eyes to work again could have been mm. a pretty clear plot line that they just go they throw in two lines about it but also troy you know the famous thing with troy is that the first sort of four or five seasons of next generation they do nothing with her and she just sort of stands around mm. you know as eye candy and then they start to they put her in uniform in the last few series and make her do stuff yeah and first contact she had more to do there yeah and then there's a complete regression here to like this film what does she do she basically gets naked in a bath and shaves Riker, and that is the only thing. But do you do you think it is a bit to blame with First Contact? Because First Contact, there's that big scene where she gets drunk with uh, oh, that was bad, wasn't it? and that was pretty bad <laughs> that as well. Was pretty bad. So do you think they just? I don't Crush know. is fucking useless as well. Yeah, yeah. Crush is yeah. at least Crush is not like a total like they don't hate on her so much in this, but she doesn't do much. They could have taught her how to hold a gun though, couldn't they? When they get to that bit later <laughs> on, it's like. <laughs> You spent like literally just a minute. Just tell her how to hold a gun. It's not hard. Everyone else is doing it right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just hate this this Riker Troy stuff. It's really yucky, um, isn't it? It's just a bit. Oh. And the kind of the problem with it is like that's your B plot, and you go back to your A plot, and it's so mm. slow and boring, isn't it? And, it like, and also, you've got a love in. You've got Picard with a love interest. You don't need another love interest thing no. going on. It seems a bit. I mean, I know that they kind of tie it up and explain. But I think it could have been done, yeah, no, it just, yeah. It feels just like he did it for himself a bit. Like, he was like, oh, like you say, Riker's directing, he's like... I suppose you've got to to have your A plot, haven't you, right? And you Mm. said, that's Picard and Data, so what's Riker going to do? He's going to go off in the ship. Yeah. But that's not the whole film, is it? So then he's got to do something else. 
But you could you could well, do anything. One of the plots you? should be the main overarching like geopolitical totally, situation. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, he should fly back quicker, shouldn't he? And get into like at least some one of them shit. plots should mean something. Yeah, <laughs> he should he should be back on Earth like arguing the point, shouldn't he? About trying to get through to them about what's going on. Should he something like that? I really yeah. like that episode. You know where they like replaced Picard with like a real hard ass captain, and Riker went really like oh, yeah. like a little brat. That's the, that's the uh, that, 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 that would have been good. That's that, that, that the Vale Four Lights one, isn't it? Is that when he's yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, in the Cardassian yeah. base? Yeah, that's a really good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, but also, <clears throat> so they kind of it gets again, like you're saying, with the Admiral doesn't really have a motivation. But there's that bit later on where the baddies like, oh, you know, the Federation are just so old. You got beaten by the Borg. You got beaten by the Dominion. Yeah. you know, you're toothless. You know, but no, they weren't both of them things. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, but like, couldn't you have if you had brought in? Couldn't you, you have at that point? You should go and yeah, we we won both of those yeah. things. You're not going to lay the issue of well. the uh, Starfleet yeah. news. Yeah, we've we won those. That's why I'm here now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, couldn't you've even had Riker almost agree with the admiral and be like, yeah, we need to be more warring, or like, yeah, this would actually be an advantage, or you could have had him go against Picard a bit, or I think if you're going to do that in a film. You've got to do it over several films, yeah. As like a, an arc, an arc. Like you've got an admiral character who turns at the end of the first film, or whatever, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And you've got to show more setup than just one admiral in a yeah. small base with a few aliens, <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who never talks to super. Yeah, that's the thing. He never talks to anyone on you Earth. Know, he yeah. says this one line about, "Oh yeah, we've been like doing this for ages," but yeah. you need to show it, don't you? You need to see yeah. that some sort of yeah. Because what is the? Because like we say about first contact, well, at what point do they decide not to make first contact and instead to live in this weird holographic base? You know, <laughs> what's the story there? Because it's not. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, they clearly yeah. haven't got a story, have they? Which is why it's no. so half-assed. But it's no. like Chris said, you could you could fix it. There's stuff to do with the idea of that's that central idea, and, and it's good, mm. and you know it's good because they use it over and over again. The this idea of, of approaching racism with uplifting aliens from a planet. Yeah. Mm. Is an idea that works, isn't it? Mm. We've seen that lots of times. And I like the dark side of like you know the Federation seems like an amazing thing, but really what they are do what they do they do expand and they do add people mm. into their own philosophy. And it yeah. is a li- I do I do like talking about the dark side of like what that means in terms yeah. of like cultural yeah yeah uh, misappropriation and things yeah. And it'd be quite interesting if like the diplomatic core of the Federation would literally down on this planet. To talk to these people saying, okay, there's 600 of you here, but we need it for X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. There's yeah. even a line, actually. Picard even says, you know, let our people have a look at it. We might be able to work out to get this off the planet without killing them. Yeah. And yeah, the bloke's yeah. just like, no, 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 no. But like, yeah. well, why not? You know, what's, <laughs> what is it that they don't really explain why the uh, sonar have got so much leverage either, do they? Like, what is no. the. Okay, no. uh, you know, like, why are it's we? A typical thing is like a multi-planetary federation would kick the ass of these idiots. Like yeah. they were like a one-species idiot. Yeah, yeah. Don't idiots. they say? Don't they say? Isn't Picard like? Oh, couldn't you replicate the machine that they've got? And they're just like, oh, we tried, we just can't. And yeah. It's like, the excuse for if... is that only the sonar can do this thing, yeah. and the sonar needs to do it now because they're about to die because they're really yeah. old. They're back here mm-hmm. old, and so we've got to do it right now, and we can't possibly look into it any further and, and you know maybe if I'm being so secretive about it in the first place we might have caught with something a bit earlier than you know than yeah. this it's Patrick, just yeah Patrick Stewart said in an interview that if he was in charge he'd have made the Baku leave basically as in not Picard actually Patrick Stewart 
believes that he would have like. But why don't they just set up like a federation, like, um, like holiday camp on the other side of the planet yeah. from where these Baku are? Yeah, they'll never see them in a million years, mm. and you could have literally a whole health farm for the galaxy set up on the other side of the planet. Well, I mean, yeah. that's that the thing though. Like, even without that bit, what's the Sonar's problem? There's six hundred people on this planet, right? The Sonar and they've, they've got rid of all their technology. The sonar could have touched down yeah. centuries yeah. ago. And they would have yeah. over the next ridge and they'd never yeah. known they were there, would they? Yeah, and this is actually, that's one of the major problems because the fact is... They're Why are they going to all these lengths? Yeah, they're not that evil because they didn't do that. And also... Could just kill them. Yeah, and there's no evidence, <laughs> there's no evidence that the sonar would have betrayed the Federation, like cut them out of a deal. I know that what happens at the end, but that's because the Admiral turns on him. But mm. so, so as far as the Sonar are concerned, yeah, you're right. They're not going down and shooting everyone with guns, which they have, and the ships that they have. They're doing it completely above board, as it were. And they're obviously going to give the Federation this technology and this kind of um, thing that would save lives, cure diseases, make everyone everyone else live a really long time. But, I mean, they don't explain that, do they, though? Why they couldn't just move 200 miles down the road, no. do they? It, I know you didn't watch it, Sam, but Chris, didn't it remind you of that Lower Decks episode where they're trying to negotiate those people moving off the planet and it turns out, like, it's, it's all done like this, but then it turns out it's just two people living on a planet. It's like they've got a nice house and they don't want to leave. But it's like, it's like the big joke is that there's just two of them and they all, like, all along they thought it was an entire, like, race of people and it's just two people and they just didn't want to, like, lose their nice view or something. Like, it really yeah. reminds me of that. It's like, yeah, battery's not included. <laughs> um, right, yeah, so Riker speeds off to go and tell the Federation and the, the sonar follow him. That's one plot. Picard's on the planet evacuating everyone from the from the town. <clears throat> Although they already know that the whole planet's going to be blow up. I don't know what the point of that is anyway. Yeah. Um, and I, I, did like, I like the fact that it appears that the woman's falling in love with him just because she's not seen a bold man in 300 years. That seems to be the reason that she's, uh, <laughs> she's attracted yeah. to him. Uh, yeah. And then we get the first of these weird time slowdown moments where oh, it appears yeah. that she seems to suggest that if you want it to happen, time will just slow down. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. Well, like, like, like Chris said, either it's a phenomenon on the planet that they would have observed already because it would be happening all around them all the time, or mm. she's got superpowers. I think it could be a perceptual thing, so it may be... I mean, you could you could explain away a lot of the problems, maybe, like... They're on drugs. I'm not. I'm. Well, it's like a perceptual thing. You like. You wouldn't. See, a third party wouldn't see it. It's only like when you're within this sort of. Mm. You're either doing it or you're attuned to it in some way. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not doing the job of the writers here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they wander around. There's these like rubbish, like little drones that fire darts. Oh, they that, are. They look terrible. People, like they do. Also, I love that. Like. There's about 10 of them get teleported off with these drones and then someone, it's probably Crusher, turns around and goes, they're teleporting them off with the drones. Like, no <laughs> shit. What, what has been going on? This whole, what are you, why are you yeah. running away from them? You know that. You don't need to shout that. Anyway. I, like, um, I like Picard's leather jacket. Um, it's all right. It changes colour, doesn't it? It goes kind of blue oh. towards the end, but it wasn't, oh, it's like black that. at the start. Oh, I didn't see that. There's something really wrong with this Blu-ray. It's fine. <laughs> 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 yeah, you've really fucked up. They should have brought back his Darmok jacket. Well, they should, yeah. Darmok. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, Riker's off, and like Alex said, it's meant to be like a space battle, but it's very boring. Mm. We get a bit of, like, jargon, and Geordie's like, we've got to eject the warp core. He's got um, that ridiculous um, 
joystick that looks like a really old like oh that's so lame <laughs> yeah yes right could take and the, he's like the standing ship. there isn't he he's like standing yeah. in the middle of the ship like that like as if that would with be with the fire button held down as well so <laughs> what is that button for is that the handbrake does he take that off to engage the... you might as well just, just like, firing yeah he's like until he runs out yeah and then they're like You've just used all the torpedoes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and shit, my thumb's on the bottom. Fuck. And that, they, he says that terrible thing about, like, I'm going to use the briar patch, like, bear rabbit, bear rabbit, whether it's, oh, it's just terrible. Like, Again, the idea bad. that, like, all anyone's doing in the 24th century is reading literature from a <laughs> yeah. 100-year period around when we're alive. Yeah. And they've got, like, a, a hot girl on, like, the controls, like, just keeps on giving him the eye whenever he says the something. It's a trill, isn't like, it? a trill. Sexy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> they are one of the worst standing bridge crews. That old bloke as well is on the con at the back. He's uh, yeah, he ain't great. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, and it looks uh, it, like you say it looks rubbish. Like the effects look rubbish it's, at this it's point. Terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Worf gets a bazooka, which uh, which <laughs> from nowhere yeah, as well. He hasn't had it for a long time. I think they he just brought it. He's always got it. Has he just hidden somewhere? And uh, yeah, I just like that. Like he just suddenly turns up with it and just starts shooting people with a bazooka. <laughs> like, this film's so boring. What can we do? I yeah. don't. I mean, where does that come from? I don't know. No. It can't be on the planet, can it? Because nothing down there. No, because like you say, he doesn't even pick it up from a like a. He just got pack. it on his shoulder. All of a sudden. Like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Perhaps yeah, just warped it in. Why can't they just beam them up again? Um. Yeah. Why, why do can't they use them drones? Oh, they, they've got a disruptor. They've, they've set up those disruptors. But they well, set them up in the village and then run away from the they village. They don't so. want to beam off because as soon as they beam off, the sonar will destroy the planet. That's the thing, isn't it, I think? So they think that as long as they're down there, the sonar won't attack yeah. them. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the, but the big reveal comes up soon because they do get all kidnapped, or lots of them do, and Picard, yeah. and, Picard and his love interests go up on... Oh, before that, she almost dies... And we oh. get a little moment of this time thing again. That's terrible. Uh, but they go up to the ship, and the big reveal is that the Baku and the Sonar are the same people. Mm. And that uh, there was a big scuffle a long time ago. Literally everyone on the Enterprise would be going, I wonder why both of these races are coming up on the same like Wikipedia page of <laughs> like the Federation yeah. like encyclopedia. Yeah. Surely, when they surely at any point, like when they just use a like a tricorder, like a scan of their bodies, <laughs> yeah, they or would... transported. If you can take a person apart and then put them back together again, yeah, you'd know what species they were. Yeah, there's another problem here as well. They explain what has gone on here in terms of why they split up, and the explanation is the sonar <laughs> did not want to give up technology, right. And that's why they weren't allowed to stay on the planet. That's what they say, right? Yeah. If that's the case, mm. as we've discussed, why didn't the sonar just fly around the side of the planet, land? Mm. Why didn't they just displace the people who weren't having technology on the planet? You know, why didn't they just say, get off, we've got technology, you haven't, we're going to clear you off? Yeah. Why was it such a sticking point? Why didn't they just say, okay, don't talk to us, just go somewhere else? And, you know, we want to live in this weird hippie commune. Not people do here, people go into mm. the desert in, in, in yeah. Navarre or whatever. And just don't come near to technology. Why didn't I mean, they, they... They just literally needed, like, one phaser and they could have killed... Or that bazooka that Worf's got and they could have just, like, won. It's, the, won the war. It's it ridiculous. Do you like, think this is... Do you think they developed somewhere else, right, this species? Yeah. Got to a level of development, right, 
and then the commune people left and found this planet and became a commune mm-hmm. or do you think they developed on this planet and then the developed people left i think the idea is that that they find it and that the the so the baku people find it and the other ones sort of came to take it off them and were, were like shunned you know Yes. But yeah. no, it doesn't make sense anyway, does it? Because, again, they've got the technology. The other ones haven't. They'd just do it, wouldn't they? Yeah. So, like, yeah. it does... It, it kind of... Then you think, well, it, okay, so if the Baku... The Baku had no power, right? Yeah. So why did the sonar leave? Mm. Right? And, and what's the Baku's problem with the sonar? They forced them off, you know. They're the ones who were like, you can't have warp technology down here. What was it about the warp, the, the technology that was ruining the... Well, they're trying to do a bit of a sort of a Native American story or something, but mm. it doesn't quite make sense. No, no, it makes sense. They fucked and it all it's up. Like, yeah, and how big it, it like, can only work if this has been discovered after the after the planet which they all developed on, right? Mm. Yeah, which is what it is to think. Yeah, but yeah. but how big is the planet? Because, like you say, well, can't they just go and live on another bit of the planet? Yeah, well, with rings, they want to sell the ring stuff as, as drug. No, but in, but, the, but the the sonar don't. They just want to not die, don't they? They're they're yeah, interested. No, yeah. So they why they even got Starfleet there? They just land across on another mountain and just go and live. Yeah. Mm. They've only got one ship, haven't they? But they don't want to live. They want to take. They want to keep on living on their ships, their spaceships, and use the the force of their the rings. Right. Okay. They don't want to live on the planet. So that's the sticking point: is that the Baku didn't want to leave yeah. the planet. They want the good stuff from the planet but don't want to live on a planet. So really, what they're doing in making a holographic commune for them at the start of the film yeah. is actually the most humane way to solve this problem, isn't it? Because yeah. you would get them off planet. Yeah. They would still yeah. live in their little dream world. Yeah. They synthesise this drug so they can still keep giving the Baku the, the yeah. aging, anti-aging thing, can't oh, they? Yes, and they yeah. live forever inside the holographic thing and they're happy. Yes. Yeah. Why don't they just suck up all the rings in space and just leave them on the planet? And then they just gradually then start aging again. Well, and they'll just be like... Well, that's oh, what I'm saying. Working. They could do that. But that's the that's less ethical in a way, isn't it, than the original plan they've got. Yeah, yeah like you say, if, if they synthesise... I don't synthesize... think it's less ethical because... I don't think it even breaks the Prime Directive because this is not their natural that's, home. That's this is not the, their natural yeah, planet. that's what, what the Admiral says, says yeah, isn't it? That's what he yeah. says. Yeah. Chris is a badmoral. Yeah, you are a badmoral. <laughs> badmoral bad Redding. <laughs> <laughs> But you see what I mean? Anyway, like yeah, yeah. The, the, no, start no, you... the start of this film yeah. is the is the is the way to solve this problem. Yeah, as and long all as, they do is undo it. As long as you do that extra step, which is that you actually synthesize the everlasting whatever it is, which is the start of its whole plan, isn't it? and you pump it into their air system so yeah. they don't even know that it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, you've solved it. They but they solve it. Up. They solve it before the film starts, <laughs> and then they just unsolve it throughout the film. They just need to watch a bit of TNG, and they'll be solve solve it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes, let's go for another quiz before. Okay, we right. So some of these are very easy. Uh, Chris said, uh, "Sorry, um, Tom said." Uh, so yeah, and they are like even I know the answers to some of these, but we'll, I've tried to make them get harder. Right. So uh, we'll go back and forth. Sam, Insurrection was directed by Jonathan Frakes. Which other beloved 60s TV series did he direct a film for? Uh, Thunderbirds. Yes. Easy. Okay. Uh, Chris, what is the name of Data's cat? Spot. Yes. Okay, right. So I'm going to step up a little bit here. So in Insurrection, Sam, Troy says she has never kissed Riker with a beard before. 
Hmm. Is this true? I'm going to say false. Doesn't Imzadi happen after he's got his beard? The whole like Imzadi thing. Uh, it, it, no, it starts off with their Imzadi at the very. Don't they go back to it? together? like, isn't there one like in the sixth series or something? Where they have like another so, reunion. So thing? it is false. She kissed. Can you can you say who she kissed? That is not. Oh, it's his brother. It's the, the other Riker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The clone, evil yes, Riker. Yes, yes. She kissed his clone, Thomas Riker. Thomas Riker, who yeah. created in a transporter accident. Yes. I love the DS Nine episode of him in it. Brilliant. Uh, Chris, a couple of films late with this one. Tom says, but Malcolm McDowell is uncle to which Star Trek actor? Oh, uh, is it Bashir? Yes, it is Bashir. Okay. Right, Sam. Hmm. Uh, this is one of my ones. Which legendary Star Trek actor died one year after this film's release? DeForest Kelly. Yes. Okay. Um, but, 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 right, another one. He could do some that aging stuff, couldn't he? <laughs> in, that, in Encounter of Farpoint, he looks like he's lived to about three inches. That's what I mean. It'd be good if they had like a health farm already on there and he'd set up. He was there, it, yeah. It'd have been Him hilarious. If they had dialed back to Earth and you'd got Kirk, he'd have been like, yeah, the anti aging thing sounds brilliant. Yeah, get that. Like, who cares about the six? Yeah, the, the holographic thing is Scott is there going, computer? <laughs> yeah. How much does it take to kill 600 people? One photon torpedo? Do it. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, Chris, this is the first of only two Star Trek films from the entire franchise, I'm, I'm emphasising the word franchise, not to feature any scenes on or near Earth. What is the second? Think about the entire franchise. Yeah, uh, uh, Star Trek Beyond. Yes! Yeah. Oh, you didn't even need my clue. Did you like it. Beyond, Chris? Uh, Sam, <laughs> this better, is... Better Into Darkness, though, I thought. Oh, Into Darkness is utter <laughs> shit. Sorry, Alex. That's okay. This is... The, <laughs> we'll get there, we'll yeah, get yeah. there. <laughs> this is the only Star Trek film with the OS or TNG crew to never display or give a what at any point throughout the course of the film. Never display or give a... Uh, a what? A, um, a floor? Like a... Uh, this is the only film that doesn't display or give a something, which all the other films do with a the shit. others. Doesn't display or yeah. give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to kick yourselves, both of you, but that's okay. Doesn't display. Or give. A, yeah. a salute? A, a, no. No. I was thinking that, but... Uh, um, no, what is it? A star date. Uh, yeah. All the names okay. of the planet. Yeah. Okay, right. Now... Okay, so last two questions. You both get to weigh in on this one. So, how fast is warp nine in miles per hour? That's a Chris question. For this is ridiculous. I mean, it, we're talking so many. I mean, we've got one, is two, three, four, five, six. Is it in the new... Because they redid so the six, uh, scale. Oh, did they? They, re, they changed oh, the okay. scale. I don't know. But I can't answer that. From pale to metric. Yeah, yeah. It's a twelve. It's like in the original series, they were whizzing round at like warp nine or something, <laughs> okay. and then they changed no. it. It's it's a twelve-digit number. Oh right, <laughs> in miles, per, miles hour. per hour. Yeah. Shit. Twelve digits. So I mean, it's kind of with a one with eleven zeros behind it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, eight eight with eleven zeros. It's four eight 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 seven nine five two two eight two one. 
So, yeah, I think uh, yeah, you're close, slightly yeah. closer. Okay, last one, bit like that. What is the effective range of a transporter, not including Kelvin timeline shenanigans, Thomas put here, <laughs> yeah. in kilometres? And this is according to the writer's guide of the TOS, the original series. So in kilometres, what is the effective range of a transporter? 100? I think it's about 100. 100 kilometres. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's 40,000. 40,000 kilometres? Yeah. Ooh. There you go. Uh, sorry, Chris. I mean, it was it was a decent six to four. That's not bad in the there end. There wasn't many technical things on there. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'll tell him. I mean, he, he knows he did bad. He told me it wasn't a great one. He said, I mean, the, ne- the next film, he's got to do a real good quiz because we're in the real shit again. We're in Star Trek said, Character Nemesis. We're gonna he's need already to said to me, I'm sure yeah. he's listening to this, he's already said to me, he's starting work now on the next one. So Brilliant, he said he's sorry. Um, so there you go. Yeah. I want levels of minutia, which... Yeah. Was the yeah. was the one about the miles per hour not... Uh, I thought that'd be right. Like, yeah, you want, like, It's decks. a bit weird because... Yeah. It's like a... That's like an imperial metric versus a... It, it, your favourite it, one... Light speed, is it? Isn't it? No. Yeah. Your favourite... I think your favourite question was the one about how many decks did It's the, always like, what deck is this? He loves that yeah. stuff. Yeah, like decks. I he like loves decks. All that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like oh, these space oh, I've got, questions. I've got one other one that I've got. Uh, the captain's yacht is in this, yeah? Yes. Can you name the the only other episode that is it's mentioned in the Captain's Yacht? The Captain at Farpoint? Chris, any? Just think of the only saucer section. I mean, I, I'm, I'd never heard it before. It's I used, it, they mention it to, to uh, in, in a, a different enterprise. Has it, it, the D got one? Is it on the... It has got one. It has the got D, one. yeah, it was, it, they were going to use it to take Picard for immediate heart surgery. Oh, right. Oh, oh, uh, tapestry. Oh, Samaritan Snare, uh, oh, okay. uh, season two, episode 17. Um, Voyager's got a sick captain's yacht. They never used it. Yeah. You should check that out. Yeah, I like to think as a defiant as a captain's yacht, <laughs> and he gets going in it. Mad Cisco. <laughs> right, the conclusion of this film, I think, is terrible because it becomes like a, a sort of yeah. action film now, but with a really poor villain. Yeah. Uh, no real stakes because no one cares about any of characters, it, and it feels really false because they've obviously built that set, haven't they? On the on. On the machine that's going to suck up the rings, yeah. they've built that set, and it really. Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the climax of Generations, you know, with Malcolm yeah. McDowell and yeah. and Kirk struggling around on a rock. It was a yes. bit like that, wasn't it? Like, and we get the admiral gets his face stretched, which is a disappointing effect. I thought you didn't yeah. really, and also it needed a sound effect. It was it was just silent, which was no. You need to hear some sort of like sort I of think, noise, didn't you? This film's a PG, so maybe yeah. they... I don't know why... I want to hear the bones break. Yeah. 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 You touched bloody Picard's eyeball in first contact, so yeah. they can do. They can get pretty gross with it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm trying to think, because normally the climaxes are quite underwhelming on these they films, are. aren't they? They are, yeah. Mm. It just doesn't work. And it, it, you just don't believe, like, the, the baddies. It just doesn't seem that... Like you said, he's not that bothered. He's, he's, he's just not a good villain, is he? Who are these guys, anyway? They've just turned up from nowhere, <laughs> and then 
They can just like they they're supposed to be a match for the Enterprise. I mean, yeah. Again, a multi-planetary federation of hundreds of star systems would have the advancement and the resources to kick the arse of these people. Like, who yeah. the fuck are these people? And also, wouldn't it have been more interesting for Admiral Cartwright to have brought a couple of Federation ships to, like, fight against the Enterprise? Well, I'm not, I think that's, like... Is that too a far? A little bit too far. Would have been well, cool, though. I mean, you either have to have him go... He's either got to be properly rogue or not. And, like, for them, him to do what you're doing, Alex, they'd have to saying they have to put more of a conspiracy yeah. angle into it which they haven't done but on the other side of it he's not cut off enough to no. not justify having more of an escort is he like, no. You know. no 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 he's got there's a crew definitely do they They must do they even have a ship do they have their own ship they're getting dropped off on the way back by the oh, sonars okay <laughs> it would have been Called interesting if there was like more federation ships around the planet to kind of like because if it is like a mass transportation thing and like a, a big yeah uh, you know, a big operation to do what they're trying to do on this planet. It'd be good if there was like a bit of a fleet around it, but and they... the card has to like take, like talk them captains around to his yeah. side or something. Like it would be good to see a larger picture, as you yeah. say, yeah. Sam. Like, but oh. they do that classic thing in the beginning of going, "Oh, the briar patch has got lots of disturbances. You have to yeah. be yeah. careful." Radio so like, stupid, oh, yeah, yeah like, yeah. It'd be cool <laughs> if, like, in the dark side of the planet, they built like a like a huge dock, which is that's where they're going to keep it yeah. after they. Like they're going to up uh, into that dock. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. You could do loads of things with it. It feels like there was more there. and it, it's, um... The thing I don't get about it, right, is, is like, you know, we said it's like an episode and we said it's like, it's so low stakes. Yeah. Like, why? What, why have they done that? Well, the first contact is a big success, right? Yeah. And it, and it takes a lot of leaps in terms of, you know, showing the crew doing things they shouldn't be doing. Mm. You know, in terms of violence, things like that, it, it moves the plot in a big way. It, yeah. it, you know, why pull back from that so much? Is there a reason? Do you think? Well, I'll, the only thing I could find money. Yeah, but, 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 but that's what I'm saying. If you're chasing the money, though, first contact was a huge success. Yeah, but was this cheap to make this one? Uh, eighty was it eighty million, I think. Uh, Seventy million. Michael uh, Pilar has a. I don't know if it's been. Uh, Sorry, hang on. This is the budget for first contact was forty-five million. It's oh. bad, That's only two years before this. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they had like new ships in that. Where's that fucking money gone? New fucking yeah. sets. A proper villain. Yeah. What's the money gone on for this? No, that doesn't make any sense. It's gone on that um, CG Captain Jock. <laughs> Sorry, like, so what's what did Michael no, Pillar uh, say so about it? Michael Pillar. Uh, I think he's dead now. He is dead, yeah. He wrote a book called Fade In, The Writing of Star Trek Insurrection, uh, which I don't know if it's a, it's been leaked or if it exists or not. Goes to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of thing. Uh, it says it, it was never released because of studio oh. concerns about the content of the manuscript. Oh. Uh, but the original treatment was called Star Trek Stardust, and involved Picard and a fellow cadet named Hugh Duffy, who were friends at the Academy, meeting up after three decades. Duffy has become a renegade who's tried to provoke a war between the Federation and the Romulan Empire, and Picard must travel to the neutral zone to bring him back. Picard eventually finds Duffy and risks his career to help the other officer thwart a plan by the Romulans to take over a planet housing the Fountain of Youth, so it's in there. At the end, Picard gets arrested and stripped of his rank by Starfleet due to his actions during the film, this plot was similar to Heart of Darkness and featured numerous references 
the various episodes of Next Generation. So that kind of sounds a bit more interesting. Maybe he wrote a lot of this and then there were problems with that and then maybe Rick Berman came on board and over like turned what he'd done or I don't know. Maybe it was a bit of a mess. I don't know. Maybe you need to read that book. Well, um, yeah, for anyone interested at home, that book is available. Uh, ah, okay. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia of this film and from the critical response section, some reason it's got a quote from the Birmingham Evening Mail. Nice. That authoritative source on... Yeah, yeah. authoritative. Like, all the things in the world. What did they say? It says, uh, an adult form of entertainment equivalent to Teletubbies for babies. Wow. So they weren't even positive about it? Harsh. No, no. It's not like they're looking for, like, the one outlier that liked it. It's just that they really liked the Birmingham Evening Mail's... uh... Yeah, yeah. Or, or the it's probably the film critic who used to work at Birmingham Mail doesn't work there anymore and has a lot of time on his hands <laughs> and he's going to Wikipedia putting his quotes into all the films yeah, that he yeah, reviewed yeah. Yeah. Insurrection what did we make of Insurrection so uh, let's go to Alex first you've not seen it in a while no it, I didn't hate it there were bits I liked um, I didn't think there was enough Geordie Worf was the best but even mm. then it felt like they were mocking him a bit it's kind of almost I think he's the best actor, and but it was almost like they were kind of yeah, like you, I, I totally agree with Chris. It's almost like they're having, they're having a bit too much of a laugh making this. Yeah, and I really did think it's just like a feature length episode, and I didn't see anything cinematic or worthy of like the money or the the time. So like, yeah, it's good to, to get a longer episode, but I really couldn't see why this should be on a giant screen that you pay for a ticket and go and see specially like it, it, that so that was the failing of it you know that war thing i think you can i think some people can write war with a character where you make fun of him but it's a real fine line yeah. between you know like the prune juice thing and things like that that are funny yeah and and just making him too stupid and that they've yeah. gone too far haven't they yeah chris mm-hmm. what is what's your overall opinion on insurrection yeah, I think it's too forgettable, given that what they'd done before was so good, mm. I thought. Um, and I don't know what it was. It's I, I don't like that actor-chat sort of vibe. Yeah, no. Mm. I've always hated that. First Contact's like, got some of that, hasn't it? Actors alone. You leave a load of actors alone for five minutes, you get like this actor-chat, yeah. and I don't like it. No. And it's, it's like they're trying to be funny, and they're not funny. But don't you think the First Contact Earth scenes have got some of that as well? The way no, Riker because acts. That, that's scripted and... I think it's the same. And I, I kind of like the character of Zephyrin Cochran in that. Do you remember in the, when they go up in the rocket and Riker and LaForge being all buddy buddy and that? That was yeah, very similar to me. that's a little bit like verging on some of this. Yeah. But that is still... In aid of the plot. something and done it makes, there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. and, right, and Chris is right. right. It makes sense because Zephyrin Cochran is a person from Earth who's supposed to be a bit more like us. As it were, and if they're hanging out with him and trying to absorb the culture, it doesn't make like, sense that Ryker would be cracking wise. He's on like, the first flight into space. You'd be taking yeah. it more seriously. I'm sorry, you would. But in a way, it kind of what what first contact does. It kind of we go back to like basic, like this is what Star Trek's about. Yeah, you are basic people. We're now teaching you and the audience what Star Trek is, and it's about a future which is better than what you have now. Yeah, this. It doesn't do any of that, and it doesn't try to. Uh, it doesn't approach anything important in terms of theme. It, it definitely really. it tries, but gives up like just instantly, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether it's been washed down yeah, in like the script yeah. development or. Mm. 
You've basically got There's one, nothing one memorable speech in the cast or the location. No, nothing. You've got Picard doing one speech, haven't you, about that him, him saying like in all through history we really yeah, yeah I mean you need a super and also and that is it yeah, yeah and also yeah he makes that speech but we also know he really 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 wants to have sex with the woman that leads the colony so yeah. it feels a little bit like he's not really doing it for the people is he he's doing it to look good to a girl yeah so I am in agreement it's not very good in my mind I always thought of this as better than it was. And I know why that is, because Nemesis is, Nemesis is so bad <laughs> that I always thought Insurrection wasn't as bad. And it isn't as bad. It really isn't. But it's not as good as my memory of it was. Like I, always, I remember quite enjoying it, but this time through... I mean, again, like it's, it's perfectly watchable in a way yeah, that Star yeah, Trek yeah. V isn't and in Nemesis isn't. Hmm. But you're right. There's nothing going on. It is very dull. I would say, the thing for me, right, I think the question is, do you think it's better than Generations? Yeah, I was just staring at where Generations is. Chris, do you is. think it's better than Generations? Uh, no, no, because I I quite like some things about Generations. Mm. I think it's got a real feel to it, Generations. I don't know whether it's the music or the way it's lit and the way, or the way, just the, the vibe of it. I quite, I, 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 there's just something about Generations. Mm. I, it's nowhere near as good as like the best Star Trek films. Oh no 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 no! We're down. But, we're definitely down the bottom third, aren't we? The list here. But Star Trek films. Uh, this is. This wouldn't even like be one of the best episodes. Alex, what do you think? Generations or this? The problem is, as I'm thinking about Generations, I'm just thinking of that really terrible bit at the end when Picard goes to his house at Christmas and the kids are like, <laughs> yeah, Papa, yeah. Papa! And I'm just like, that's the only bit that's playing in my head, which is not helping its case. Uh, it's, uh, You know what? Yeah, there are better actual ap- episodes than this, and it is just like an episode, therefore, no. At least Generations was cinematic. The event of yeah. putting those people together... I, I think Insurrection is a much better made film than Generations, and I think it's paced better, and in a lot of ways is a mm. lot more competently directed and things like that, and the, I like the score more. Uh, but, 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 yeah. But Generations, you know... Is an event. Even though it's a complete fuck-up, you've still got Kirk and Picard yeah. in it, haven't you? Whereas yeah, this yeah, has yeah. got... The space stuff is so moment. much more, like... Yeah. Uh, like the it like really whole mm. some good stuff in generations. And you I think, think about like, the ground they cover in generations in terms of like so time pass travel through space, yeah, yeah. and this yeah. is just one planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so worse than generations. So then we go as we go down to uh, what's is it Star Trek Five? I suppose isn't it? It's the next one lower than that. And I don't think it's worse than uh, Star Trek Five. Actually, no, no, it's not worse than Star Trek Five. No, that's no. terrible. But it's not. I don't know. Are we talking like halfway between Generations and Star Trek Five? I think it's a it's it's yeah, not as train wrecky as Star Trek Five, is it? Generations um, around Galaxy Quest. Where's that? Where's that? One six six. I think a bit higher than that. Yeah, I mean, I just saw the uh, deep, uh, deep blue seas up there as well. It's in the same area as well, so it is still Star Trek. You know? I mean, is uh, it above? <laughs> is it above Revolutions and Reloaded? Uh, for me. Yes, for me, I would say probably like one, three, five, something like that. I'd rather watch it than Stargate and things like that. Like, mm. it, it isn't very good, but it is still Star Trek, and it's it's the, it's the cast I like. It's not Kirk, you know. Mm. I but, prefer Pitch Black, but yeah, I'm all right. I'm with not that. tied to it. I'll go, I'll go low. I mean, yeah, have it like sort of Prometheus sort of area. I think. You think? Oh, really low? Yeah. Worse than Armageddon. Oh. Mm, no. it's not worse than Waterworld either <laughs> I don't know I think I'd 
Oh, well, well, Serenity is an interesting one because Serenity is just like an, a long dull. version of a TV show, isn't it? Yeah, it's better than that. She one above that. Yeah. So under my stepmom is an alien. <laughs> Obviously, scientifically correct. <laughs> this system is perfect. Like becoming more and more <laughs> accurate. Yes, yes. As time goes on, accurate. as more data goes in, more accurate results come out. That's correct. That's how data works. Brilliant. You can get your. Uh, well, there we go. That. That's nine Trek films in there now. We're running out of of proper Trek. <laughs> One left. Oh, so um, yeah. Before we get into the real nonsense, as uh, as as your friend Tom said, right next week uh, we are watching what midnight special? Yes, midnight special. Not for any reason. No. Uh, no, I just thought we. I, I, for some reason, I thought we'd done it already. Yeah. Um, I, but... I feel like it was one of the ones we maybe mentioned in one of the year things. Yeah, the wrap up year things. Yeah. Sorry, fresh yeah. new year things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So that's next week. This week, uh, no correspondence. Well, we had oh. some, but uh, you can fuck off, mate. Oh, we're not going to talk about it. Okay, not talking about wow. that. Wow. You know, you know who you are. If you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and we know, we know who he is. We know who you are. Yeah. yeah. And we've we've got your Twitter, so watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I work out. <laughs> whoa okay whoa. whoa I told you I will find you oh, and I will kill you that's a bit much <laughs> anyway uh, right brilliant so join us next week for that say goodbye everybody bye. goodbye bye, bye. bye.